0: Hello everybody and welcome to Saints Radio. It's a privilege to be able to reach out to you on uh, this middle of June, hot Texas day. We have the, uh, the noisy air conditioning unit going in the little booth here. So if you hear a buzz, that's what it is. You can complain about that but if I turn it off then Monica's going to swelter and fall out of the chair so you choose whichever <laughs> you want
1: but you you don't get hot
0: no i won't i'll turn on this fabled fan here and it'll just be blowing it'll keep me it'll keep me sustained okay it's on me it couldn't it couldn't reach you cuz i'm blocking the fan see but you get the air conditioner
1: this is true
0: and the nice new chair
1: I'm <coughs> very thankful
0: Now, let's get first things first out of the way. Speak into your mic, please.
1: Testing. One, two, three. Can you hear me?
0: Okay. I see just blue, white, and lots of red when you talk. So, that should be okay. That's a fire of God.
1: Actually, that's the saintly blue, the white, the fullness of the Spirit, and then the the fire of God just coming out.
0: Yeah, it kind of looks like the French flag there.
1: This thing just might just explode just in any given moment.
0: (laughs) Well, since we last met together in this way, we had a wonderful time of reaching out on Saturday to anybody in the network who was watching, but to particularly folks that were gathered in East Liverpool, Ohio, and um, Many other places, probably, in that West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania area. We're very grateful for the way the Lord used that. And I know you gave a bit of a testimony about it on Sunday. But I don't know if there's anything further you would like to testify about.
1: Testify, clarify. Well, I... I I think more than anything I just want to give thanks to the Lord for his provision his supply I can feel I can sense the stirring of the waters and the um, I guess the excitement and expectancy of the Saints really from all over our country that have joined with us just today I got a message from sister Dion there in Tampa telling me that she had just had the opportunity to listen this morning and she just finished and was just wanted to extend thank you pastor to you and and to all of us who sweet. who um, put together those teachings and really I, I think it's more just a coordinated effort of of Saints from all over the nation and even extended into France and different countries Olivia Zafu she has messaged me several times she was joining with us on Saturday and I that's one of the things I just absolutely love about the Saints and this message is the way just the unity and the fellowship that we have in the spirit to come together on behalf of whatever God's doing in whatever part of the world because this is our this is his message this is his work but he has called us as his body to um, to partner with him in it. and and I know that you know it it takes a village. I dare I say that. I mean it it's it's just really incredible the unity of the saints. even in the midst of pandemics, even in the midst of quarantines, even in the midst of all the things that the enemy has brought against us over these last number of months in this year we are stronger and we are more unified than we ever have been and um and i know that has been a huge encouragement to pastor pam and and candace and um those leaders that are standing in west virginia haley if you're listening you as well i know that you have been in much prayer and agreement with this um it's just it's just such an incredible thing to see the Lord move in spite of the opposition in spite of the obstacles to know that when we come before him and and make supplication on behalf of the task that He's given to us, he will provide everything that's needed and um, so i I've been in constant communication with Pam, and since that time and she is just just beside herself with thanksgiving and um, just so thankful for the way that everyone has come alongside them and are really believing for what God's going to do there in their area. So I just want to say thanks to the Lord and thanks to all of you for being partners in this. And, um, you know, this is only the beginning. We're going to see the miraculous and do we believe for that i think that we do
0: yeah so. i mean it's hard to imagine that on this tuesday you would be on a plane right now coming back to dallas um i know anybody else who was coming to the gathering we would have had a a meeting outdoor an outdoor meeting last night and uh, we would have had prayer for the sick and calling forth in the land which is gonna happen I mean it's probably happening now with the indigenous people but I'm I'm looking forward to when we'll all be able or many will be able to go and do that <clears throat> but uh, I agree with you God stepped in in a big way he he understood from the very beginning that this would be what would happen. And so his promises, in light of that, are not hindered. His promises were made in the foreknowledge of what we've actually had to experience.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things that, that I love about the Lord... You know, when we talked on Saturday about proscuneo and about the passage when Jesus is speaking to the woman at the well, and, and he says the time is coming and it is now, and he addresses that you will worship, you will proscuneo. wherever you proscuneo, he will meet you there, and so I, I, I've been on my face, I know that many of you have been on your face, um, just on behalf of this commission to, to pray and to make supplication. And um, and so <laughs> I just, I, I feel, I feel the commission is very much alive. The task is very much alive. I feel it's stirring in me. Um, I don't feel like it's finished or complete. But at the same time I have such faith and confidence knowing that however God does it whatever it looks like he is going to do what he said he's going to do and those ancient wells will be will stir again and they will flow again and the purpose of the Lord will be restored in that land and it will flow out and be a mighty testimony and really affect our nation in just incredible ways and so um I'm not worried that that it's going to be fulfilled because I know that it will. And so I just I really want to encourage everyone to just to revisit the whole principle of of what that form of worship really is and in spirit and in truth and and know that God is really He's using you in incredible ways. I mean, I know when Olivia Zephus in Switzerland laid on her face and prayed on behalf of this mission, God heard her prayers. He heard her supplication and and her voice. And and I could say that to any number, Luke and Sylvie in France, as they they prayed. um, And so many of you throughout our country, all those voices and all that supplication has lifted up to him and he, he's moving so I just I don't know I'm just really encouraged and I feel such a, a moving of the waters and of the, of the spirit and um, I just want to jump in
0: <laughs> yeah we we, uh, we were going to be right there on the banks of the mighty Ohio River I'm telling
1: you I might have just jumped in
0: <laughs> we could have, we could have done that.
1: We could have had a baptism, baptism, bapt. What am I trying baptismal. to say? A baptismal session.
0: <laughs> That's right. Um,
1: <sighs>
0: yeah, and of course, at the very beginning of this time, uh, a number of us were going to be going into Hinton and enjoying fellowship with Pastor Haley and her mom and her family and the congregation there and uh, uh, that that time is coming too so um, it's just it's good to, to know that patience is part of the apostolic mission it's the first sign and God said that for a reason and we've talked about this before but um, you know I think patience in the apostolic is is, many, is is multifaceted, but I think it's basically because of two reasons. Number one, God's got His timing. And you do what you're supposed to do, and you can't hurry God along. Why would you want to? The second is, for situations just like this, I mean, there are obstacles that come. There are times where you're ready to go, and God constrains you for a reason. Um, You know, that's another factor. I mean, I think sometimes, even though God knows everything, he still plays by the rules. And he gives people the opportunity to make decisions. And um, there obviously were some factors that arose that necessitated this particular gathering from transpiring in the way that we thought it would. And, and really, I think the heart of God, you just have to relegate these things to Him. And even though you apostolically know, this is what God's doing. This is what He said. This is what is supposed to happen. Patience you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God you know We've, I believe we've done the will of God and um, we, we're just waiting waiting on him and it will it, it is happening and it will be and it's going to be better than what would have transpired had things gone as we thought they were going to um you know I uh I'm so grateful to the Lord. I mean to to hear that to hear the testimony you gave about the 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 couple that came up from Kentucky. That's a that's a miracle.
1: Oh wow. I know. I know.
0: Well, you know, there's, uh, there's another factor with this, and that is that, you know, we had those four sessions, and we basically just moved very quickly through them all, <laughs> and there's a couple of aspects to it that are, are notable. Number one. As much information as we were privileged to provide, it was just scratching the surface. But, you know, particularly as you were teaching and you were talking about the supplication and prosuke, it's like when I was hearing it, it was just alive. And, um,. Even though you know I, I wrote some things about that and we've taught about that, the spirit of the Lord is all over that topic. Mm-hmm. And it is revelatory, it's partnering. And um, I firmly believe that God is releasing a um, a fresh visitation of diversities of tongues. A fresh visitation of the gift of interpretation, uh, an expanded visitation of discerning of spirits, a fresh visitation of the grace gift of prophecy. And you know I, I've joked, I interrupted you once when you were teaching, you know, always and what you was the, in everything and in everything. Uh, you know, it's not optional
1: it's not optional and I think one of the things because I as many times as we've talked about those topics and and taught on them in, in different nations and and here at home and applied them in different kinds of prayer activations there was something in me that that came alive as well as I was studying that and just revisiting it's and that is such a great thing to do I mean I, I and and sometimes when you're giv- given an assignment to teach something that you've already taught, you know, a half dozen times, that you've read the book 14 times, there's not a drudgery because, you know, you're always looking into the new. But I think the mindset is is to want to look into the new, but what we have to remember is that his word is alive. And when we discipline ourselves to to really get into um just revisiting and being reminded. I kept thinking about, you know, when Jesus sent the Holy Spirit, he would bring to remembrance all things that he had taught them. That's important. We have to to call to remembrance so many of these foundational principles that we live, but sometimes I think we forget the power behind them. You know, I think yeah. we, we we get on our face in proscuneo because... It's what we do, but we forget the power behind it. And to, so, to revisit, this is what happens at the throne. To revisit, um, this you know, the Father grants power and authority through this. You know, there's so many dimensions to that revelation and that simple posture that it's easy to do to go through the motion of it in faith and forget the the power behind it. Mm-hmm. And we don't do it for power, but guys, we need power. We need authority. <laughs> so, you know, I can't apologize for, for seeking the power of the Lord. We need the dunamis. We need his power. But um, the thing about the, the supplication and the prosuke is to to remember that the root understanding of that diesis is... It's a need. You know, it is a lack. And, and I think that so many people approach that as like a deficiency, when really we should always be approaching it as an opportunity to partner with the Lord to see His supply come. And, and yet, He so much wants to partner with us that He listens for our voice in supplication as we're pressing into his heart to rise up and 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 really to in a point of agreement with him and it activates that supply to bring the miracle yeah. and so I I love God because he's he's just so amazing that he he loves us that much and he created us for this very thing that we would partner with him in these beautiful principles that he is so profoundly spelled out to us from his word. So, I, I just have to say that it is just such a privilege to be able to, to go back and, and call to remembrance. Why do we do these things? And, and, and what is his response when we do? What is his response when we proskuneo? He says, I will, I, I'm looking for that. And I will meet you there, wherever you are.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, there's just, it's just, God is just good.
0: Yeah, because God looks, it's another one of those everywheres. The Father searches for one.
1: Yeah. Who
0: will, who will do this in spirit and in truth. And, um, and, you know, I think, I think that's one of the things, like, we talked. I don't. I know we know. Pastor Kelly was in his church. I don't know how many other pastors may have been joining, but you remember what when we studied about the fivefold giftings, and we saw that God gave to what would be the church diversities of tongues, and um, he gave the ability for us to develop the gifting that he has given in our identity and the privilege of being able to walk in his timing, to change, to exchange his hands. And Mm -hmm. those are things that I think we as saints have been pioneering for the church. Maybe not pioneering, certainly in this age, but demonstrating for the church. And we have to remember that, you know, the diversities of tongues empowers our our identity because we're supercharged partnering with God and grace, according to His mysteries, and then that positions us for His timing. And we have to do that, and that's that's what supplication really then is, and the the insights that come. Are a, are a byproduct of that kind of environment that should be in every church and so um, it's and then God's searching for an intercessor and God's searching for someone who will be on their face <coughs> how, many, how many more primary callings <coughs> do we have to see to recognize that what God has given us as saints to be is imperative. But it's really what should be the norm. But it's what is absolutely necessary. So when I was hearing you teach on that, it just really was a blessing. And um, and I, I really think we need to find new ways to Activate that and demonstrate that and really Force our force ourselves to align with that There's so many other opinions of what a church should be now in in the world and Cancel culture would be saying Well the church and I've heard this on the news the church really needs to step up and be a social voice well, the church really needs to call on God because if my people will seek my face and humble themselves, and call upon me, then I will forgive their sins and heal their land. That's what God said at his temple. And that's what we have to do. And supplication is what's offered there. So the solution for this nation and for forgiveness and Is right there yeah we don't need to be you know we need to demonstrate what should be but our role is to pray yeah and we must never forget that we must never accept something else as a as a token response now we could make noise we can make ourselves feel good we can placate the opinions of others but is that really going to forgive the sin and heal the land? Not according to what the scripture says. So, I, I guess from this corner of the saint's world, I just want to reiterate our commitment to that and to express our appreciation to all of you who have remained faithful to what God has shown in his word and what really is our chief end. Because, you know, we're, we're praying our spirit praise, which is the spark of the spirit within us, spark of God within us. And that's how we become one with God, because that's him in us. If If your spirit is doing other things... Other than what God has ordained you to do, then you're not one with Him. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> in about a month, and then I'll let you. Oh, were you looking for something?
1: No, I was just trying to remember, and I should remember this because we just talked about this. When it says to pray always is that Deesis or Prosuke?
0: I don't have my phone up here. You go ahead. Um, I guess in about a month we'll be saying similar things concerning the major invasion into Manaus. And um, we're going to have to put together some strategic prayer strategies to support the folks down there. Did you find it? I, I don't have my phone up That's here. It's okay. I, I've, I've written on it a number of times, but mm-hmm. I just off the top of my head, my mind's not there, and I, I don't want to say something that somebody's. It's
1: not that, it's this. Well, the two go hand in hand, so I guess...
0: I'm sure it's prosuke. Yeah, I think so. Um... So, what do you do? You know, you pray in supplication. God gives you insight. UK is a wish or a desire. And then you begin to agree upon that. And as, as, as you grasp that in your spirit, your mind begins to bring fruit forth of that. And that should set the stage for your opinion aligning with god's your vantage point and really what you're you're laying claim to so that's an always and
1: um it really is so much aligning our mindset with his i mean really it's it's and that's what we want and it it you know, it's so much coupled with just the whole principle of of diversities of tongues and and praying in the spirit, um, because we know when we do that, it it's it, we are praying His heart, His mind, the spiritual things that need to be released, and um, and it, it really is adapting that mindset of. Of what's on his heart mm-hmm. and how he intends to do a thing and it's just it's it's just so amazing I mean just that re- those revelations are just so so amazing And it, it it really goes back to the whole seek first my kingdom and righteousness and and as you do all every need will be met if we're seeking his way and his plan his righteousness seeking that first with all that we are he will bring every measure of I mean he will fill every need and yeah. it's just I mean all these these scriptures that are just just quoted and 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 yet in so many ways the depth of them misunderstood yeah. or not fully understood it's just the economy and it, it of God is just so perfect, the way that it functions, if, if mankind can just get in line with it. And, and, but that's happening, and I'm very thankful to be a part of that. I mean, well, honestly, Annette and I were having some textic changes this morning about, I mean, she even said, can you imagine? She said, I can't even imagine where I'd be. If I did not have, like today, with all that's going around and the atmosphere that we're dwelling in and all the things that we've faced over these last number of months, where I would be if I did not have these understandings and, are, and not walking with the Lord like we are. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've thought from the beginning of this year when things really began to heat up in warfare how many times I have rehearsed in my that has actually come out of me the thought I am so thankful that I'm a saint <laughs> I mean I'm so thankful that I am a saint because that identity will keep us from being deceived and being tossed about and and really being caught up in the whirlwind of what's happening in in this in, in the spiritual dynamic of this of this world, yeah, and it's just going to get more intense.
0: Well, you know, I think as as we're talking, we probably need to put together a series. Now, you you were talking about podcasts, a, a revelatory series where we go back through the things that God has shown in His Word to this point about. As we pray with the mysteries, how then God reveals, and what you do with those revelation? Because, you know, part of that Second Chronicles seven business is that that word you know the pili teaching, where mm-hmm. you're basically it's a prosuke. You you are making the judgment. You are you've supp- offered supplication, and then from that place you make the judgment, and you know it's arguable what um what god you know okay god says you humble yourself which i think one of the main things of humbling yourself is that you it's the heart of the prophetic it's essential it's a spirit of prophecy but you have to lay yourself down your opinions your fears every other thing you've got to humble yourself and recognize that your chief and only goal is to seek the father And then you are offering that measure of um, prayer which is a supplication but then you make those statements so which factor in they're all together they're all necessary but which factor of that really is the active place of healing land is it see we've read that you know if I just if I just act morose and, and in the past, I'm a humbling myself. And I'm praying, oh, God, we pray today that there'd be rest in the cities and there would be wisdom to the leadership. You know, that's what we thought prayer was. And you have to use that vibrato in your voice to really make God hear. <laughs>
1: to to, practice it that. tunes into
0: the frequency. You <laughs> no. know. Jesus on the main line, that main line better have some vibrato in it. Um, but really, which? what is the thing that God uses all of it, but if you're not submitting yourself, if you're not offering this kind of supplication, and if you're not then making the declaration that's inherent to that in that passage, then... I think that full equation has to be in place before a healing of the land can occur. It's not just that, oh, I'm praying and then just God's going to do it. You've got it. You've got everything begins with a voice. Seems I've heard that somewhere. And the prophetic is so necessary. You know, God looked on this world when it was really in a mess with darkness on the face of the deep without form and void, and He said, Light. Everything begins with a voice. And I think that the light that's coming to come into this dark world has to be largely welcomed by us making that judgment declaration. Which, so, you can humble all you want, you can offer all your kinds of prayers, but if you're not doing it in God's formula, how's how's the healing of the land how's he going to hear from heaven if you're not saying what he says he wants to hear
1: that's right
0: so um, it doesn't say if, if pestilence comes and if difficulties come if my people who are called by my name will go out and love people it doesn't say that it doesn't say if you'll be a voice for the oppressed it doesn't say that I want healing in this land. I don't want this to reset in six months when the election's over and not my president is being spoken. Another tragedy happens, and then, you know, we want real healing.
1: Well, and and this is that's the only way it's going to come. Yeah. And you know, you were mentioning earlier. I uh, forgive me if it was on the broadcaster before in our conversation. That you know, people are saying the church needs to rise up and have a voice. This is the voice the church needs to have. That's good. I mean, this is it. This is the answer. This is the partnership.
0: Write that down.
1: It's not just making a bunch of statements on social media. Yeah. It is this prayer. It is this. Standing as a judge, and the root I was—I was just studying about that word just a couple days ago. The root of that word is to prostrate. I always get that messed up. To prostrate yourself. I mean, literally. And
0: I are going to get nervous.
1: To prostrate oneself. Um. So uh, you know the, (laughs) it is, laying down everything that we are, to embrace and embody, and partner. And through the spirit in our intercession that kind of prayer
0: you think about in the in the past couple of weeks these things that we're saying we have seen people lift their voices we have seen people lay on their face we have seen people kneel in abject humility so you've seen these things done in a human form but not in alignment with what God says. I think that's just phenomenal. These things in the natural have been done, but we don't begin in the spirit to continue in the flesh. And I think the enemy knows this. Oh, absolutely. The enemy knows this formula. Absolutely. So he's kind of mocking God by that, no matter how well intentioned. But the real solution is here, as you said. Mm-hmm. It's interesting
1: it's interesting too because when when I don't know maybe a couple of weeks into the pandemic there was uh, somebody it was a pastor somewhere and a friend of mine had posted um, like a, a podcast or a teaching that he had done on that the that verse that you just referenced And he was really calling out people for taking that scripture out of context. How so? Saying that you just can't pluck that scripture out and put it in any scenario and think that the formula works.
0: Oh. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: And I, I mean, it like surfaced like three or four different times through just the media sources. And, and I, I, I did. I found it really, really interesting because it really started making me think. Because I know there's a lot of scriptures that are plucked out and used out of context. Yeah. Um, we've all been guilty of that. <laughs> and not that there's anything evil in that. I mean, you just, you, uh, but um, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think that in a lot of ways it's it's it was a way for the enemy to try to, to divert the true meaning of what this passage means and that the the power behind it for yeah. for where we are like well, for the things that you've been saying
0: The enemy comes in one way. When the enemy comes in, not if and he's showing himself. So we have to believe that the sevenfold of the thing that the enemy did to try to stop how many times have we said, and this is true so often, that a fire with fire kind of a thing. So often when the enemy comes in a specific manner, you can glean by the way he came some of the dynamism of what he's trying to stop. So in other words, like if, if he's attacking health, and if he's attacking unrest in a in a, uh, a community of uh, people of color, if he's touching young people, if he's causing there to be violence, if he's causing there to be unrest and fear, what is what can we derive from that? There's great healing coming. Mm-hmm. The young people are coming to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's not going to be fear. There's going to be agape. Um, there's there's going to be a, a move of the Spirit that is demonstrating all of these physical actions that people are doing, but they're going to be done in the real way, the biblical way. So all of these things the enemy's doing, and he's doing with gusto, I think, are signs of what he's trying to stop, but also indications of what's coming in the fullness of God's ways.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: we need to lay claim to that. Amen. Lay claim, that's a funny word. I'm laying my claim. See it? It's right there. It's just laying right there. It's my claim there.
1: It's funny. It's funny the expressions that we use that have just stuck over the course of the years. Don't
0: you think of disclaiming? My claim is there. It's laying there. I'm the claimant. Name it. Name it and claim it. I'm claiming it.
1: Name it and claim it.
0: (laughs) If we were hippies. We are hippies. I could have named my two kids. Name it and claim it. (laughs) Name it. You get over here. Claim it. You're late. You got your homework done, claim it?
1: I remember growing up, my mother used to say, she told the story about how there was these two twin girls. Maybe this was in Kentucky. (laughs) I don't know, but their last name was Pig.
0: Oh, Ima and Yura?
1: Yeah, and she named the girls Ima and Yura. And I'm sure she was just making it up. She was just trying to...
0: No, wasn't there a governor of Texas whose last name was Hogg. I'm and his daughter's name were Ima and Yura.
1: Okay, well, that's that must look it be up. it.
0: Well, I, I should have brought my phone up. I can it. look it I'm up. I'm pretty sure that's true.
1: I can look it can you up.
0: Imagine a governor named Hogg.
1: This is so important, guys.
0: It is. This is a commercial. Um, we interrupt this broadcast. I bet it was H O G G. Oh, yeah, here she is right here. See? You're a hog? Oh, she's pretty. I'm a hog. Is it true? Yes. Or was I just. I'm a smoke? hug.
1: I'm a hug. I'm a hog. She was born July 10th, 1882. She died August 19th, 1975. Known as the First Lady of Texas. See? She
0: the was an American Texas society leader,
1: philanthropist, patron, and... Coll- she was probably married to one of my ancestors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she wasn't in the Tale of Two Cities, was she?
1: Oh, I don't know. Charles what Dickinson?
0: about? So she had a sister named Ura, too, Let's I think. Let's
1: look and see. Who would do that?
0: Some knucklehead. Back then, you know, you never know. But some people are just tone deaf. They don't. They say things and they don't even recognize. You're gonna. Why don't you just hang a kick me sign on that kid's back? You know. You name him that.
1: So how would you spell Ura?
0: Oh, I don't have any idea. But anyway, I digress.
1: Oh, Pastor said. Pastor Vicky said we know a pastor's n- name is Iva Oder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Iva Odor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Of course, you know, there's a kid that plays second base for the Texas Rangers. His name is spelled O-D-O-R, but he calls it Odor.
1: I don't blame so, him.
0: Iva Odor sounds a lot better. Iva Odor, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You sparrows, you have all kinds of stories. I'm grateful for Okay. For you.
1: Although it was rumored that Hogg had a sister named Yura <laughs> It wasn't? She had only brothers. Okay. Hogg's father left public office in 1895. So okay. Ima
0: was true, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <sighs> See, you can only get this here, folks. I mean... You, you, if you if it's the chit chat broadcast, we have to we hit the ground running. We were talking spiritual things from get go today, so we didn't do any chit chat. And I don't want to offend the chit chat unit, um, so there it is. That's your chit chat for the day. Amen. I've a an odor, and you're a hog, or I'm a hog. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Please be in prayer. I mentioned this on Sunday, but I'm going to have an initial meeting with a number of pastors from Brazil this coming Saturday, and I'm going to be laying out before them the possibility of training sessions uh, for them and for their leaders in the ways, biblically, of course, in the ways that God has given for us to function as saints. And um, I think this is a a wonderful thing because, as we've said so often, if you're in a church and your pastor isn't moving in the things that God is leading you in, it's going to be very difficult for you to move forward. In fact, you'll probably be viewed as a a threat. And I understand that. Because even, you know, during the days that I was just pastoring... You always were kind of wary of somebody that came up with some burden or some thing that they felt that they had a red hot to do. And you know, if you didn't placate them or go along in some way, they could create some real issues for you. And that's the way it is in any church. So, when it comes to the things of the saints, you really want to hope that your leadership is on board with that so be in prayer that god will reach the ones that need to be reached and that his spirit will give wisdom and direction and that there'll be a hunger for this so that's important so that's this saturday eight o'clock dallas time be in prayer we desperately need the direction and the wisdom of the lord I know this was something the Lord wanted because he really spoke this to me.
1: Well, I, I, I hearken back to our last visit in Brazil mm-hmm. when we sat at, at the table with Pastor Luciano and several of his leaders and, and talked about, you know, they were asking for training. They were asking for teaching. And we were talking about different strategies and different ways that we could make that happen for them and their leaders, and you know, little did we know we'd be we'd be blocked from actually going into the nation. But this is God's answer. Yeah. for For this year, this is God's answer to be able to teach them, and this is I think this is the beginning of something that's that's really going to be. Um, Somewhat of a a school for the saints. <laughs> Dare I bring that you know <laughs> revisit that 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 name up again? But we just have to look at just different creative ways that we can get this message to um, God's people. And um, I think this is His way. This is truly a um, probably the result of a prosuke declaration that we made through our supplication. To see this happen, Amen. so we will be praying for that and for you as you lead this charge, and that there will be reception and just real clarity of understanding that Yawali, I'm assuming, is going to translate, will be strengthened and empowered by the Spirit, and that um, it'll just be flawless.
0: Well, you know, whatever we do in this way is work.
1: Yeah, of course and it it's is
0: time, timing and, and it's an investment and we want to do the will of the Lord but from my perspective I want to do it well and I don't want to have an expenditure that's mis- miscast because we want to hit the target so I agree I accept those things Course now next week I guess is the great Florida Bivouac. I don't know what all Pastor Vicky and Larry will be doing down there to stir up the the Saints. I don't know if they'll even be listening next Tuesday, do you think? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I won't be there, so I don't know. Well, we'll be here. I just want to make sure that we're supplying the needs of the saints.
1: Well, if they're not gonna listen, we just need to cancel.
0: Maybe we need to get a big blow up pool and put it up here and we can just sit in the water and pretend we're down there with Pastor Larry on his skiff.
1: I saw the cutest thing on, on Facebook or one of the social media about really for my social media, I you know, people follow things. I follow dogs literally I mean I I do I follow dog rescues I follow different dogs that have accounts I'm kind of crazy that way um, but there was a picture of there was a text that says my dog asked me if he could go swimming today and it was a like a golden retriever and then 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 there was a picture of like the very end of the backyard and they had a, one of those plastic kiddie pools that was empty and the dog was sitting in the middle of the pool oh, and it was goodness. just so cute i thought that's just so funny of and course i
0: think scarlet's going to be jealous that you don't have a a site for I, her I
1: yeah i thought about that but
0: we could open a whole I'm new not, ministry
1: i'm not committed enough to social media to do that
0: we could have praying with your puppy <laughs> and people could gather their dog, and of course, then you could have a three-dog intercessory time,
1: <laughs> like a three-dog night. Yeah,
0: yes. <laughs> uh, when things really get rough, you, 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 you compound the number of dogs that are with you there. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so goofy about that is you probably have two or three thousand people that would look to that every week because it's so off the wall. Sparrows could even host one with their little puppy.
1: They could Mealy, Mealy, Mealy. Me, me, I
0: just call her Honey. It's like you're ordering a jet, uh, a Vietnamese <laughs> dish. Me,
1: mealy, Mealy. What is the word for honey in French? Me, isn't Meal. it Meal? Meal. Yeah, but they call her Mealy. Help me out here, Vicky. Uh, yeah. Oh, listen. There's some. There, there's a Facebook account of it's two. It's 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 two. Um, blonde lab labs or golden retrievers and then this other female dog her name is Daisy she's I'm not sure what kind of dog she is she's black and white and spotted and I I mean literally every day I look for that woman to post their shenanigans because what she does is she types in text of what she thinks they're thinking and it's just the most hilarious thing because I think she's pretty much right (laughs) on but I enjoy that so much more than
0: could do then people you know, if donkey, <laughs> sorry guys if Balaam's donkey could talk,
1: that's exactly right Scar-
0: Scarlet could give us some prophetic words from the canine world
1: that's exactly right and
0: then you know if we get this started God knows what Jerry can do with dozens of hunting dogs they have voices that could reach the heavens I mean th- th- Jerry might even lead that one I don't know <laughs> <laughs> we could have we could have from the east coast to the to central to the west my goodness we're on to something here that's right we're massive animals. the saint, the,
1: saint, the saints the what what we call it because you're not just talking about dogs you're talking about mules and donkeys and
0: well now that's another thing so you're talking a, about dogs yeah so dogs we'd have to have another you know another sequence for mules because not everybody has mules
1: well I listen I I
0: mr. Ed
1: I've been alone at my house for 16 days and I can ha- you know I've learned that I know about my hat ho- you know I can handle the the challenges with the sprinklers and different things like that um, but I do have an issue that has been troubling me because I draw the line because I have a mouse and I've spotted this mouse four times now some might call it a rat but I choose to call it a mouse, and it li- it's living in my backyard. And now my dog, my little dog, was you know her her breed was bred to, them, yeah. to, to kill, but she has no interest. <laughs> <laughs> so I've sighted this little big mouse four times, and it's 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 pretty much freaking me out. Like I can't I, can, I can I can live with a lot of things, but that I can't live with. So. I'm really actually thinking about getting a cat. <laughs> I haven't had a cat in years. Wow. But I mean, wouldn't a cat take care of that? Of Moses.
0: well, it it doesn't really uh, you can't tell. I mean, I had cats that
1: could have cared less. Had no interest. This would have to be an outdoor cat. But then again, I run the risk because I live on a busy street. but if I could just teach him how to stay in the backyard. With the mice, with the mouse, but I'm so afraid. Afraid this mouse is going to have mouse babies, and I'm just I, because the challenge that I have is the the exterminator was contacted yesterday about this issue, but I don't want him to kill it. Why not? Because I don't want to kill anything. So I I just I want it all to happen without me knowing about any of it. Because got
0: I, enough firepower in that house. I mean. You've got it's not Noah in my house. Has landmines. No, no. No, I'm it, It's about in the
1: backyard. I'm Oh yeah. Yeah, we should call Barry Carter back. to come over.
0: Barry could have his squirrel gun.
1: I'm it's really a dilemma for me. Because well, I'm you not don't into, want to into kill mouse traps. It though, so what are you
0: gonna do? Huh? You don't want to kill it.
1: No, I wanted them to take care of it without me knowing. Oh, so if it does die a death I don't want to know about it you know I don't want like poison out there
0: where it dies a horrible death because the dogs are there
1: yeah see there so it is it's a huge issue you need to get
0: a 21 of Noah's 22's and sit out there and just sit there with corn cob pipe like your Kentucky (laughs) relative should I wear my bandit mask (laughs) boom
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, I literally have, I mean, that kind of drew the line for me. I thought, okay, I, I need help here. I Because, yeah. And it's
0: super cute. A rat? What color is it? Brown or black? It's
1: light like brown and it has a long tail. I mean, it's actually not very big, but I think maybe the first one I saw was bigger. I'm gonna, so
0: I'm going have to have to talk with Scarlett. She'll listen to me.
1: She will chase the squirrels to the tree and then stand there and bark at them, but and they toy with her.
0: Yeah. But
1: that's another thing. I put a bird feeder up and I told you this, and I can't keep the squirrels out of the bird feeder so. <laughs> well, what about Shadow? Shadow's a hunting dog. She could care less. I mean, yesterday I had the sprinkler men come, Pedro and Manuel. And and I'm sitting there watching this whole episode and she's asleep in the bushes cuz she'd been in the pool so she couldn't come in the house. So I'm watching this whole episode thinking, what is my labrador going to do when she sees these two unknown men come just walk into my backyard
0: yeah
1: and i'm thinking and so i'm watching the whole thing play out and literally she gets up from her nap at first she sleeps through like the first one coming in when the second one came in she woke up and she gets up and she walks over and i'm watching her tail because you know you can tell what a dog's thinking by their tail so her tail starts doing this and then it starts going circles which means she's really excited and that's all she did. And then she ran over to them and for for them to pet her. And I thought, yeah, I've got a watchdog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I wonder if God looks at us and says, You know what? I created them to be a mighty warrior in the spirit. They have no interest in that.
1: <laughs> exactly. He says that about some people, too. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to have to talk to Scarlett because she and I have a... She and I have a very deep relationship. Maybe I can speak some words to her that you haven't... She's probably used to your voice.
1: Well, if these rats, or if this rat is eating the bird seed that the squirrels are leaving behind, not much. The the rat may weigh more than the dog. But still, she should be able to... That's her innate gifting, so she should be able to...
0: Now, you remember Charlotte's Web. Yeah. You call that rat Templeton.
1: I should probably name this one.
0: It should be Templeton. Remember, he was the one that go out and scavenge, and he would talk.
1: I bet Teresa could tell me what to do. Teresa with this, would know. What she to do. she First, would know what to do about this dilemma.
0: Of course, Teresa would. She'd get one of her guns and blast away.
1: Uh, can you imagine what my neighbors would do <laughs> if I started shooting at them?
0: As long as you hit it, <laughs> I mean, you can't be like Joe Pesci and. Uh, my cousin Vinny <laughs> oh man see we saved the chit chat for last this time but I'm sure that it's been entertaining for many of you but we do want to thank you for joining us and I want to remind you that tomorrow Wednesday Night Live will be on <laughs> at some point on Wednesday probably in the early afternoon like normal If you've not had a chance to look on Facebook to hear Pastor Faladin's word from yesterday, do it. Pastor Fulton recently on Voices. So we've got an African American and an African. Woo! Man, we're 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 living large. We're living large. Who did you say is on Faladin?
1: Oh yeah, Pastor. I watched that last night. That was a blessing.
0: Yeah. So. until um, I guess next week. I'm so glad we had this time together, just to chit and chat and sing this song.
1: Vicky says I'm I'm really just picturing the look on the look of disdain on Scarlett's face. It's probably beneath her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Scarlett knows how to do it because I flick those bottle caps. And she takes off like a like a, a rocket ship going after the bottle caps. Oh, and she she'll grab them and grr, grr, grr. But she
1: wouldn't know what to do if she actually came
0: I've seen, face-to-face. I've seen, you've seen those those uh, programs from England where these guys will have those little terriers and they'll, farmers will ask them, They'll hire the guy to bring his terriers in, and they'll go into the barns and kill all the rats and stuff. And they dive in. They dive into the, the to the hay pile, and they'll you can you can hear moving around. and They'll come out with a really? with a rat in their mouth. Yeah, they they hire people with a group of these rats, or, or with these rat catching dogs, and it's really cute because I I saw like he had like three or four little scarlets, and they all come and they're real happy and all of a sudden he, he <laughs> says he says something go and <laughs> pff, off they go and they, they they and they get the it's cute you need to look that up you'll get a kick out of it you maybe put scarlet in, in front of, of the, the tv <laughs> say look it'll teach
1: her how to do this it this
0: is what you're supposed to do we're supposed to prosuke pros- you're supposed to do this <laughs> That's cute All right, well, we're way past time. Robin's already got the cursor ready, so thank you, Robin, and uh, God bless all of you. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk again tomorrow, Wednesday Night Live. Adios, amigos.